Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Riley Nadler. We have my esteemed host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, on the show today. And between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. We always want to try to bring you uh, key people that you can learn from and, and that Kathy and I can learn from. So I'll, we're really able to um, have a healthy dialogue with folks, and I always take away something with the people that we have. And today, we have Dr. Sherry Buffington. She is an internationally known speaker, consultant, coach, trainer, author, and a pioneer in the field of personal transformation and human potential. For over 25 years, Sherry uses her extensive knowledge of human motivation to educate, inform, and inspire people to reach their highest potential and gives them the tools to transfer them quick and easily. Her work has contributed to breakthrough transformations of hundreds of organizations and many thousands of individual lives and relationships. Um, so we're going to hear more from uh, Sherry, but let me just say a, a word about Kathy. And anybody who's listened to our show uh, knows Kathy and knows all her great work that she's done. Um, Kathy coaches leading executives and entire companies on her proven happiness equals profit work-life strategies. She's been named the first lady of happiness by ABC TV. She has authored multiple popular books on the science of happiness, including What Happy Companies Know, and currently uh, number one bestseller, What Happy Working Mothers Know. And she touches millions of lives as a much-in-demand speaker. She's on TV, radio, and a media personality. Her, she has founded her consultancy, where she does uh, much of her work, of H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People. And Kathy actively supports research on the subject while offering friendly tips and tools to be your best at home. And some of that is on ABC's The Morning Blend. She also has a TV web show called Your Happiness Now. And so for more information on Kathy, her website is www.h2cleadership.com. She has free downloads and access to true talent for lifelong satisfaction and performance. Thanks, Kathy, Shelley. Uh, we're so happy that Sherry's going to be on the show today because I 
I've actually seen Sherry in action at one of our prior uh, TCE, the Coach's Edge program, and I know I'm going to be really excited to see her again at this year's extravaganza coming up um, in Las Vegas on September the 24th. So uh, before we get to Sherry, however, I do want to make sure that the audience also knows a little bit about your background, not that I can't imagine they haven't heard of you, um, given all the work that you've done in the community, the coaching community, the leadership community. You have a new iApp out with your um, leadership keys. So um, there's lots we can say about you, but just to get us rolling, I'm going to say a few things about what I absolutely respect and adore about you. And for those of you who don't know, Raleigh Nadler, he is a master level certified executive coach psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer. And Dr. Nadler brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across industries, and they are easy to access and tools that you should look for. And one of those, again, is his new IAP, and we'll let Riley talk about that in a little bit. His highly respected work is the focus of countless business journals, blogs, and online news features, and his programs are a mainstay at leading Fortune 500 companies. You can visit Riley at truenorthleadership.com for free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence. And Riley, before we get into the show with Sherry, you know, I, I like our audience to know a little bit about why we even do a show called Leadership Development News, and um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what some of the issues are that we're facing immediately that each and every one of these shows tries to address. Okay, Kathy, thank you. Um, so on Leadership Development News, we talk about leaders because it's been documented that leaders have between 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. So how things get done, are people feel empowered, what are the standards, do they feel like they're a team? So we like to say that the leader is the emotional thermostat for the team. They are the most contagious person. So if we can help uh, the most contagious person deal with their emotions and how they influence people, um, we're going to have a, a widespread effect, and so is that leader. And so one of the reasons that we are so concerned about leadership development, about 40% of organizations today say they are experiencing a significant gap in the skill to train leaders available for new jobs. And the reason for that gap is what we call this brain drain. One is we've lost a lot of jobs in the Great Recession. Eight million jobs have been lost. Two, baby boomers are retiring, and that's going to be about a 10 million job loss. And three, the Generation X and Y, who are the emerging leaders coming into the organization, often don't have the same amount of emotional intelligence, self-management skills that uh, the baby boomers who are leaving. So there is this gap on how do we raise the leadership skills in the uh, organizations. And one of the things, Kathy, that I know uh, that's very important for you and maybe you can share that we share at the Excel Institute where Kathy and I come together, is just about this happiness set point and what are some of the things that we can do about that. Well, it's fascinating to me, Riley, that a lot of people uh, would really argue with me about whether happiness is genetic or is it uh, a natural predisposition. You know, a lot of people have been researching happiness 
And uh, to me, the basic premise here is that happiness does have a genetic set point. So the genetics of happiness are well understood. We know that from the work of many of our friends uh, in the industry, Dan Gilbert, Martin Seligman, uh, Barbara Fredrickson, Sonia Lubomirsky, I could go on and on. Uh, we also know that happiness is a factor that can be measured, and that's uh, through the work of EyeOpener uh, and Jess Price-Jones, who will also be at the International Coach Federation this year, uh, will be, um, you know, will be drawing on much of the evidence that they have used, of course, in our happiness work and, and in this particular statistic. And one of the statistics is that there is, in fact, a very strong connection between performance and job satisfaction. And that is there is a 93% correlation, okay, a 93% correlation with job satisfaction and happiness. So these are statistics that we can't ignore, and the science is uh, is truly dramatic. We know that well-being is a core component now of happiness, and many of us don't understand that that set point that we're talking about here, that set point for happiness, can be influenced by as much as 40% by the behaviors and the habits that you choose to include in your daily routine. It's the way you go about life. It's the way you think about life. And you can have control by the choices you make over your happiness. So hopefully in today's show, uh, you're going to learn from our guest, Sherry Buffington, about, um, well, about a lot of aspects of happiness and performance and energy and how you can harness those to be your best and be successful. So Sherry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you here. We'll say a couple more words about you, and then we'll jump right into some of the questions and stuff we have. All right. We know that you're an author, a presenter, consultant, coach, trainer, and we talked about kind of in the field of personal transformation. What we didn't say is that you're the originator and co-developer of a highly effective and much acclaimed what's called core multidimensional awareness profile and then also the core CORE personal effectiveness profile, both which have taken uh, the world of assessments to a new level. So we'll get you to talk a little bit about that along with your rapidity accelerated mind patterning or ramp. So those are two things that we want to zero in on or, you know, as far as the assessments and some of the things that you've done um, and how you really have helped transform lives. Sherry, let's start with uh, a question we'd like to ask all of our guests because it's such a fascinating way to learn about you. Who influenced you and your career, your thinking, um, and uh, can you share with us some of the, some of the examples of how they influenced you? Um, I've had uh, numerous people influence me over the years, Kathy, um, but I would say probably the primary influencer for me was my own struggles, as is the case for many people. Um, and the catalyst for me was a Henry David Thoreau quote that says, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. And in reading that about 25 years ago, I was painfully aware that it was true for me and for just about everybody else I knew. And that was just not all right with me. Um, and it, the my response to that was that, you know, there's got to be a solution to this dilemma. This is a huge problem. And so that set me on a path to find a solution. And and that search led me in a lot of directions, many of which turned out to be dead ends. But in the process, I found myself, uh, which was actually my authentic self as opposed to the facade that I had created back in childhood to fit family expectations. And 
with that discovery, the transformation in myself began. And, and that opened up a whole new world to me, a, a completely different life, as it were. And I've seen the same kinds of transformations in other people uh, over the years. Well, that's always a great place, uh, you know, as far as the self-awareness, to, you know, we know in the work that we do, working with folks. But tell us a little bit about um, transformation as a coaching technique and how you got started in the transformation coaching work. And so how does that differentiate, you know, from other types of coaching? Well, I'm a brief therapist, and the briefer the better. If I can get an individual or team or organization to a higher level of functioning in an hour or two, I sure don't want to take weeks or months or years to do it because it took me so long myself to, to make that transition. So my, clo- my clients today are coaches. They're not uh, just they're the general public per se, but they're independent coaches who are in business for themselves and also coaches in people-centric organizations. I know you do a lot of work really in, in organizations uh, with leaders, and, and to me, people-centric leaders are, are coaches. They're often in the right. coaching mold. So uh, those are my clients. Um, and my goal is to increase coaching effectiveness, as it seems uh, that is obviously your goal, too, and, and their outcomes. But as a brief therapist, what I have focused on is developing products and methods that get really fast results right up front um, so that the, the client is introduced early into the coaching relationship, in fact, right up front, so that they get um, the impact early on. What I've found is that Today, we coaches really need to get that impact up front and the buy-in and the loyalty um, that moves them forward because of the um, the difficulty that that most people we get so many negative things thrown at us that there's a there's a filter as it were that people have and if we don't make that impact up front, uh, people get lost. Yeah, I mean, they they tend to step outside of. Uh, the attention that is necessary for that transformation to occur. So I, I guess, you know, I'd say that my style is providing coaches with tools um, that get the results that they need to get right up front. Uh, that's pretty now, much the kind of coaching I do these days. Sherry, one of the things that um, I, I know that uh, I found very compelling when I saw you at the Coach's Edge last year <clears throat> was that brief coaching method. And um, you, you just picked pick somebody out of the audience and you asked them about a, a personal or professional issue that they were dealing with and you quickly brought them to a result. Uh-huh. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? That process uh, is, occurred as a result of, uh, of clients um, getting to their core truth, their, their, nat- their natural self, <clears throat> and reporting, yeah, I can see the door and I, I, knew if I, I know if I could just get to the door, I'd be home free, but I can't get there. It's because of the all, all the old conditioning um, that set me on a path of searching for that method. And um, I, I actually came to that as a result of doing a lot of research into a lot of quick change methodologies. And we're going to uh, have to go to a break, but let's when we come back, let's hear about maybe some of those quick change methodologies. And, and I'm sure that people are interested in that, mostly because it's quick and it can help them. So this is Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back.
stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know, and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're having a discussion with Sherry Buffington. And, Sherry, before we went to break, we talked a little bit about uh, the work that you do in what might be your, you know, your, your brevity model, this brief um, way that you bring people to, um, to a, a point where they can break through very quickly. And as I said, I was fortunate enough to see you last year at the TCE, and I'm looking forward to seeing you again at this year's TCE on September 24th, which is the Coach's Edge. And um, you were talking a little bit about that before we went to break. Uh-huh. I, I came to that model. I developed it as a result of um, researching on behalf of my clients because I would have people uh, that would using Cormat to get to their authentic self, 
would say, I, I'm there, I know who I came in the world to be, but I just can't get there. There's old conditioning in my way, there are old belief systems, there are things that are blocking me, and, and I just can't move forward. Um, and, and I understood that because I had that same kind of effect as a result of the conditioning I had as a child. Um, and so once I understood who I was in truth as opposed to who I thought I was, um, I also had that process of having to get all those old blocks out of the way, and it took me about 12 years to do that. And to me, that was just way too long. I, I just couldn't, in good conscience, as a brief therapist, say to my clients, well, try this and try this and try this, and, and maybe that'll work, and then watch them struggle for the many years like I had. So I went in search of a quick change methods, um, and I studied NLP, I studied hypnotherapy, I studied... Uh, EFT and just about every, the silver mind method, about everything I could find. Um, and, and the success rate of most of those modalities is about 65 to 70%. And I wondered why that was true. And during my study, my training, I was actually training in each of these modalities to, to find a way to be effective for my clients. Um, and I had the good fortune when I was training in hypnotherapy to be the volunteer for the instructor to demonstrate post-hypnotic suggestion. And when he made the suggestion, the suggestion he made to me was that I would remember my first name after he brought me out from under the hypnotic state, but not my last name. And so instead of my last name, he said, um, think of a number, and when I ask you your name, you will give me the number instead of your last name. The minute he made that suggestion, there was an image of my mother right in my face with her finger pointing right in my face going, don't you embarrass me. And I knew that behind that, don't you embarrass me, was an image of the, of the group laughing because I wouldn't, couldn't speak my last name. And that would have embarrassed her. And the need not to embarrass my mother was greater than the need to please the therapist. And I overrode his suggestion. He was floored, and I was enlightened. I understood in that moment that we all have our own answers, and we have a subconscious mind that is absolutely not going to let us um, go someplace that it sees as non-beneficial to us. And so the process that I developed uh, does the reverse of what most other processes do. It, it actually starts with the subconscious mind and works with the, the individual subconscious mind. And some really amazing stories emerge, some really amazing illogical kinds of belief systems emerge as a result of those old patterns that are there and those old belief systems. But the subconscious mind wants only two things for us. And, and you're going to love one of these, Kathy. It wants our happiness and it wants our well, our, our safe, our, um, survival. Those two. Happiness and survival. And it, it, um, considers happiness, what it, what it translates as happiness is, is emotional and mental well-being. So when we ha- we're in a state of emotional well-being or a state of mental well-being, the subconscious mind translates that as happiness. And that's its highest goal. The absolute highest goal is why people can eat, drink, drug, and lifestyle themselves to death <laughs> or even commit suicide because the absolute highest goal is happiness. Amazing. Just amazing. So um, I'm very intrigued in hearing what you're you're saying. And so in my past as a psychologist, I've been trained in some of those techniques that you had mentioned. 
And, you know, so today are you working, you said, mostly with coaches and helping them bring some of these techniques yes, to their I, clients? Yeah, I train coaches, um, and I started doing that really um, back in 2000 uh, after spending a couple of years trying to um, computerize the core map assessment system. Mm. It's an absolute system. And I had two or three sets of, actually three sets of, of programmers tell me it was too complex. Yeah. Uh, to be computerized because we were asking the computer to do a level of artificial intelligence they aren't able to do yet. Um, made me a real uh, believer in the powers of, of the human mind because I can train coaches to do what computers can't do, and once they can see those patterns, they can see them in an instant. I mean, it's just amazing. You can see a, a hundred patterns in an instant if, if there's that many in a particular profile. Um, and so I started training core map back in in 2000, training coaches using that tool. Um, and then once um, I had them begging me for years to please teach them the ramp process because they would experience it themselves. I would use it on on them to help them get rid of old blocks and barriers. And they were going, we need to learn that. That's the next step. And I just started this year training that process huh. for coaches. So you were talking about two things, and it probably would be good to kind of maybe get a little more in detail. One is the core maps and what that entails, and then also the ramp. Right. You know, I'm sure uh, I know I'm interested as a, other folks. So maybe why don't we start with the core maps? Like what it, it is a computer program, and maybe just you know without giving it away, you know what is it that it does, and and then we can also find out if people want to get more information from you about it, what they can do. Okay, core map is um, a system. Uh, it is an assessment. But it, it comes from multiple angles. It looks at how you see yourself. It looks at how you're currently functioning in the world. And it looks at what's developed. And so essentially looking at your whole brain, and, and you will appreciate this, really because of your, your research around the brain and, and, mm-hmm. and EQ. So it looks at development levels. It looks at how an individual is using everything that they have available to them, uh, it, everything that's available to any human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's developed, what's undeveloped, what's reactionary, where they have tolerance, where they're intolerant. So we could see all of that with this tool. Mm. Um, and the goal of the tool is to, one, uh, discover who you came into the world to be. And oftentimes, in fact, 84% of the time, that isn't the case. People, who people believe they are is not who they actually are. They're, they've put on a mask so early in life, usually at two or three years old. And now they're identified with the mask. And most assessments, uh, if we've identified with the mask, we report the mask. And there's no, uh, most assessments aren't designed to say that's a mask. So, uh, Sherry, just um, help one second. Uh, you know, obviously we, we're, we're all pretty uh, familiar with some of these assessment tools that look at um, different kinds of behavior. Mm-hmm. Tell me how someone can measure who we really are versus who we are as the mask. That's, very fa- that, that's a, a very fascinating aspect. There's a, there's a process I call a proficiency trap. We learn things early in life that um, get us kudos, that get us positive feedback, and so we continue to do, do those behaviors. Those behaviors don't necessarily energize us or motivate us or make us happy personally, but they, they, get us, they continue to get us positive feedback from other people, so we continue to do them. Um, I'm a classic example of that. My first degree was in accounting, and I, I hated it. 
you know, six years into accounting, I'm going, I hate this. But it was something I was proficient at because I learned to do it uh, in my father's business. My father was an entrepreneur, and I was the one who did all of his bookkeeping for him. So uh, it was a, a proficiency trap for me. I, I see it all the time. And the, the difference is if if you're doing something well, but it doesn't energize you, it doesn't motivate you, there's no passion around it, every single person, I've never seen an exception, not a single one, every person I have ever um, worked with to get them to their truth, when they get there, they love what they find. They're completely energized around it. It doesn't matter what their style is. They love what they find when they get there. And so the, the criteria for me, and, and years ago I was using off-the-shelf assessments before I developed CORE. And I would, also being good at reading nonverbal communication, sometimes they would be telling me something really different nonverbally than they were telling me on paper. And I took that next step. I would say, does this really describe you? And their response would be almost a, an apology. Well, yeah. Well, are you happy with that? Well, no, but that's who I am. Well, my experience, again, has been that everybody is happy with who they are when they get to that truth. Now, do you find that people are hesitant or they're really gung-ho to to be prepared to learn about this distinction? Because this, this, to me, is really finding a lot of information, like you said, that you might have to park somewhere. You might have to find a lot of information about yourself that you need to park somewhere until you feel confident enough to develop the skill sets or the style or whatever it is you need to be successful in that new proficiency. Yes. Um, what I find is that most people are looking for, they're, they're clamoring for a way. If, if they have gotten to adulthood and they are not highly effective or, or really happy with who they are and where they're headed in life or they don't, you know, it's that 50-year-old who says, I'm waiting, I'm trying to figure out what it is I'm supposed to be when I grow up. Those people are clamoring for change. And the quicker they can get it, the better. So the faster and the easier, the better. And, and the, the interesting thing is that you, what you witnessed last year was just a brief version of the ramp process. But I have found that any time I do that process in public, um, because what the result typically is it removes fears and phobias and blocks and barriers, and, and it does it so easily and without them having to be drugged through past traumas to get there, that the vast majority of people in that audience would, if, if I would do a ramp session for the entire group, they, they would do that. And I often hear the audience say, that's what I want. I want that. So the surprise for most people, if, if there is one, is that it's so easy. And, and do, you think, have to be do you think you're going to do one this year? Um, I am not a uh, there this year as a um, presenter. I'm there as the co-host. I, I co-host the event with Vicki Winterton. Um, so I'm really not there. I, I tell you what, if I have a, a request for it at break or whatever, I probably would do one. I'll make a request for you. How All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated to kind of know, too, you know, just trained as a psychologist, knowing, you know, a lot of these blocks that people have, you know, do go back, but also kind of being very solution-focused and you don't want to spend forever trying to, you know, uh, examine your, your navel when you can find out what you need to do differently. So maybe just give us a, maybe an example. As, as you're talking, 
I'm thinking about some of the roles that people fall into, like, you know, without even realizing it in the family. There's the family hero. There's the, there's the clown. There's the scapegoat. There's the uh, kind of lost child, you know, and, and those are more positions in family, uh-huh. but they often come out, you know, for the rest of their life, like you're saying. The family hero is the one that gets acknowledged for all the stuff they do, and they often are very successful. Yeah. Where, where the lost child... You know, maybe that person who's just quiet and unassuming and that never finds their passion. But maybe give me some ideas in, in the core map sense of what, you know, maybe what are some examples of that? Well, what we see in, in situations like that, and it's really common, uh, in, in the United States, 73% of the population is naturally extroverted by nature. Mm-hmm. But that is the number of, that is the percentage of profiles is extroverted. And especially those that are looking for coaches. So when people are, are looking for um, it, it, people in the self-help movement, when they're looking for self-development, uh, those people are almost always, and I would say this is true about 95% of the time, those people are extroverts, people who were born to be extroverts, who have been conditioned toward introversion for one reason or another. Sometimes it's school system. Sometimes it is birth order. So, so they are that the lost child. Sometimes, um, and, and oftentimes, you'll see the oldest child who is the hero, the, taking it upon themselves to make the parent happy. Right. The, you'll see on the core profile that they're not doing self-care. They're taking care of everything and everybody mm-hmm. and not taking care of self. Mm-hmm. And when that occurs, that happiness factor goes right out the window because they are just... Um, it's, it's like the duck. You know, they look smooth on the surface, but they're paddling like crazy underneath. Mm-hmm. Boy, we don't know anybody like that. No. <laughs> right. Now, is is the core map? Is it a self? Is it an online self assessment? Is, is it a three sixty? It is online. It, it's um, it's an online assessment that an individual goes on and takes, but it is then facilitated. Mm-hmm. So then, a, a coach, a facilitator, goes through the process. It is a it, it's a beginning point. We see core map as a beginning point. It's full of clues. And they then take the clues like a detective and they follow those clues and it's amazing how quickly people can pinpoint mm-hmm. parts of their life, even all the way back to childhood sometimes, um, to know where they got off their path. And so the goal of core map is to get you back on your path. So once you're there, once you have um, that grounding, that's the baseline, once you have that baseline, and then the next step being ramped to get all of the um, blocks out of the way, you're home free, then it's up to the individual. You know, you're like unstoppable. Now all you have to do is decide what you want to do with your life and get the tools and the, and the training to do that. Well, this is really terrific, Sherry, and I want to come back to this, but we're going to have to take a quick break, and uh, hopefully um, we'll continue the conversation on this wonderful topic of self-discovery. You're listening to Leadership Development News, so don't go away. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. 
Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know, and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Sherry Buffington. She's talking about, sounds like some of the... Um, innovative integrations that you've put together with the core map. And maybe we can start off, Sherry, if someone was interested in doing that, uh, how would they get in touch with you and what's that process look like? And then they will get into some of your other aspects. Okay. The, to get in touch with me to uh, or to explore the core map, and that's C-O-R-E, M as in Mary, A, P as in Paul. Um, so you would go to, to www.coremaps. C O R E M is in Mary A and A and P is in Paul dot com to to learn about that to contact me 
specifically. Uh, you can reach me at SDB, that's as in S as in Sherry, D as in Diane, and B as in Buffington or Bully, at coremap.com. And so someone is able to take it, the core map, and then they basically they pay for that, and then they actually then have a uh, interpretation with with someone that you've trained. Yes, they will, they would have an hour. Uh, the the assessment includes an hour of consultation hmm. uh, to interpret the profile to get them to their truth, to get them to um, understand the the dynamics that they're seeing in the process itself, and so that then the the coach or the interpreter would. Uh, do a post-facilitation assessment, and then they have a, a written 30, 40-page assessment that they can refer to. Hmm. Yeah, that's great. How long does it take to take, take it online? It takes about 45 minutes. Okay. So figure in two hours, you can have a ton of information. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's great. So that's the one aspect. And then the other thing that you were saying, and I guess, Kathy, that you witnessed was the RAMP method. And is that actually a methodology, or what is that? Yeah, it is a methodology. It's... Um, uh, again, it's the reverse of what m- many of those of the methodologies out there are using. Um, there are situations where I will use something like NLP because it's a great method for certain things, but where there are issues that are unseen or unknown, when we know that something is a problem or we know the source of it, then we can sometimes get right. to it through um, almost any good methodology out there. But many times there are things that are just, we, we could never find them. All the questioning on earth could never find them. I'll give you an example of that. I had one lady who uh, was sabotaging her whole life. She was, um, her awareness of what she was doing was making sure she never got what she wanted in life. Mm. So anytime something would show up good, she made sure she got rid of it. And we did a ramp session with her. And what came up was that at three, she was given a drums, a uh, the little drums with a, is it, you know, that you can just beat. Yeah, and, and right. And she loved that drum. So she was going through the house beating on her drum and making all kinds of racket, and obviously too much racket. And her parents talked her out of the drum and into a doll. She didn't want a doll. She wanted the drum. Uh-huh. And And that innocent thing, that innocent e- event, convinced her at the age of three that she could never have what she wanted. And from that point forward, the subconscious mind bought that, bought that belief, and continued, and she was about 46 when we did the session. For the next 43 years, her subconscious mind made sure that that belief was intact and that she that she wasn't a liar. Mm-hmm. So we can't find those kinds of things um, if we're not... Um, allowing the subconscious mind to present that kind of stuff to us. So, Sherry, it's almost uh, uncovering people's fear of success or fear of happiness oh, it's or fear of relationships. It, it takes away that, that boundary that people wouldn't ordinarily find. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it can be, it, for anything, too, PTSD um, is very quickly eliminated with that. Uh, pains, fears, phobias, all kinds of things. And most of those are, are based in a belief system, a pattern, and it's a belief system that happened early in life, between usually between 3 and 7 or 3 and 10, and we don't even know it's running anymore. Well, I'm going to make a, a, a point of um, asking 
we can do another RAMP session at the TC program. And so when you did something in public, I'm trying to get the visual of this, how did you, like, is it a series of questions? How did you get at it? Yeah, it's a series of of questions. Especially if it's, it's, as you described, it's a blind spot for someone. So I guess the questions reveal the blind spot. Well, the, there's only one question I really need to ask, and, and everything typically gets revealed from that one question. And that one question is, if you could get anything you wanted from this session, anything at all, what would that be? Hmm. And when they can articulate that, their subconscious mind knows exactly what they're after and exactly where to go get it. That's interesting. And are people clear about typically what they want to get? Because I would think most people will kind of st- stammer around for a while. No, usually they do know. It, it was like the lady, I, the example I just gave you. She knew that she, uh, she didn't know why she was doing it, but she yeah. knew that she was sabotaging her own uh, efforts to have and keep the things that she wanted. Right. So, so her, when, it, when I asked her that question, her answer was that. I would like to quit um, sabotaging myself right. so that I can never keep good things that come into my life. I know I'm doing that. I've been doing it for years, my whole life. So it's, it's the why. So that she was conscious of. It's not a blind That was not the blind spot. It's why she's doing it. It's why she was doing it. Is the blind spot. Right. Okay. And then so that's all. Then does the ramp, does that happen in conversation and coaching with somebody? Is that kind of how it gets revealed? Or is there is there kind of an assessment or something that goes with that? Well, oftentimes we'll start with um, the core assessment, but, it, but we don't have to. Well, I have coaches that are just ramp. Um, certified or licensed, and I have coaches that are just core licensed, and then I have those who use both, and those are uh, really effective because now they can start with that baseline that shows them all those things uh-huh. and, and gives them the clues to ask all the questions and to come to, oh, okay, here's here's the situation, here's, a, here's something that we want to look at. Um, but you can go from either angle. In, in fact, the one that um, Kathy witnessed last year was right out of the blue. I had no idea what she wanted until she articulated it. And that session was about maybe seven minutes. Mm-hmm. And she got what she wanted. Oh, she got what she wanted. She, that, that question that Sherry asked her revealed to Sherry what she wanted, and then all Sherry did was follow that path of thinking till the woman truly experienced that, I guess, that awareness that what she had experienced at some point in her earlier career her earlier life mm-hmm. was blocking her and she knew it and once Sherry pointed it out to her in a very I think appealing way it was wonderful I mean the, the room was just resounding with applause and, and what's interesting about that whole process is that um, it, it's again here and now forward thinking and the, and the subcon working with the rules of the subconscious mind Knowing that it only wants your your outcome and when it knows how to get it for you, it will. It does it instantly. It does it permanently. It never goes backwards. It lives in the here and now. So we work in that place, in that space. And That's great. Well, so it sounds like some of that, at least what happened then, is the, uh, you know, awareness is curative. And so once you kind of let them be aware of that, it kind of it freed having to maybe overcompensate for that. Oh, it's, it, yeah. Awareness is hugely curative. But there's actually the, the process. I've had people... Um, describes the process of feeling activity going on in their brain. What what literally does happen, and you can see it with um, with the with MRIs or with the CAT right. scans, is what literally happens is that is that the old synapses uh, shut down, the old synaptic pathways, and new ones fire up 
as so that rewiring occurs. Mm-hmm. Now, before we say um, goodbye to you, Sherry, because we're getting to a tight time schedule here, you've written quite a few books, mm-hmm. um, books like uh, Who's Got the Compass, um, The Law of Abundance, The Seven Essentials for Lasting Success, and now you have a book called Exiting Oz. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Um, Exiting Oz was written as a result of um, my initial uh, business, and I still have clients that I've had for 20 years, <laughs> but my initial business was working with corporations. Um, and in the last 10 or 12 years, I, I kept hearing leaders complaining about the Gen Xers. And this was back when it was mostly Gen Xers in the workplace. Um, and I, being a researcher, I wanted to know what is it that is causing all these complaints and, and is this really true about the Gen Xers? Is what they're seeing the reality. Um, so I started doing research around interviewing Gen Xers, asking them questions, and I found that there's a, just a completely different mindset and a completely different value system, and that and the reality is they're never going to go backwards. You know, we have um, exercise equipment, for example, in corporations today because boomers had that value. We don't lose our values. These generations have completely different values and even learned the process of winning and losing differently than we did, which is why they're having a lot of the problems they're having with them. Uh, For example, we learned winning and losing from sports and war. And in sports and war, you stay with it to the end no matter what, whether you're winning or losing. They learned winning and losing from video games, especially the last half of Gen X and the Millennials. And in a video game, if you're losing, you reset and start over. And that's exactly what they're doing in corporations. They're resetting. Okay, this isn't working. Reset. And they walk out the door. Yep. Seen that been there. <laughs> and, and it's not a, it's not a value that we're, that leaders are going to change. They're going to have to change their leadership style. And it's, they're not going to be happy with that process, but you know, we saw from baby boomers that they weren't ha- they weren't happy with us either, were they? Nope, not at all. So they so, want to they want to break the mold. They don't want to fit the mold. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's right. and then that's the reset versus versus that mind the mindset of stay with it to the end. Right. And, and I've had I've actually had leaders tell me that that Gen Xers, especially the last half and the, and the millennials, that they don't even have the courtesy to wait until Friday and leave. That they'll leave, they'll get up and leave like they're going to the bathroom and just never come back again. Yeah, that's actually happened to me. Actually, that has happened to me when I was working in corporate America. I had a young person leave the room, and I got an email. It was a very gracious email thanking the company and everyone for everything that they learned, but it wasn't a good fit for them. Wow. Huh. Okay. And, and then, uh, so is Oz the corporate world, or, or what? Oz is all about the corporate world. It's about leadership. It's about what leaders. Are, it's, it's about understanding those two generations, their mindset, their values, their uh, how they approach work or don't, um, and what the leadership style is going to have to look like. I did a study um, on leaders that are really effective with with all generations, um, and discovered that the, the what I call visionary leaders, what um, Jim Collins and Good to Great call level five leaders, mm-hmm. have a real different profile than what corporations look for in most leaders. Mm-hmm. 
they're much more uh, feeling. They're, they, they have a, a, a lot of feeling to their nature. They are much more... Uh, when, when I read the, the profile that Jim Collins put out, of level five leaders. Right. I said, boy, I want to see what that is because core looks deeply enough and broadly enough that I can see what that pattern is. And so in doing a study of, they're, they're pretty hard to find too, by the way, visionary leaders. Uh, but in doing a study of visionary leaders, I found that their, their patterns are, like I said, very different, very, um, opposite in many instances to what corporations think make good leaders. So this is all very interesting stuff. So let's um, maybe give you a website because I think we're getting close to the end here. Just so if people want to yeah, get some more information, maybe continue you know learning about some of the your processes and programs. Okay, um, I have uh, several websites, so I'm, I'm just going to give you two of them. Um, the one for the ramp process is banishblocks.com. So that would be banishblocks plural dot com. Um, and if they want to connect with me there uh, through that site, that's connect at banishblocks.com. Uh, and I've already given you the core map site. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the one on Exiting Oz is, is exactly the same title as the book. It's um, exitingoz.com. All right. Well, this is very, very helpful. Anything you want to say kind of in, in, in closing here to uh, your audience or anything, you know, some final words? Well, my final words, I guess, would be um, that if, if you're not happy with who you are and where you're headed in life, there's a, there's a real quick and easy cure to that. Um, Kathy is absolutely right that our, our highest uh, goal is happiness, and if, um, if happiness isn't your experience right now, I, w- I would say step out and uh, re- recognize that there's a way around that quickly and easily and permanently. Well, Sherry, I have to say, Relly and I have had an extraordinary conversation with you today. We look forward to another extraordinary conversation with you out at the Coach's Edge Extravaganza on September the 24th in Las Vegas. And this concludes another episode of Leadership Development News. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to Tune Up Your Leadership with Dr. Relly Nadler and myself, Kathy Greenberg. And please join us next week for another opportunity to excel your life and learn how emotional engagement leads to higher performance. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? 
you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.